Hi, it's Chris Grant Ray. I'm a Christian transformational life coach. It is August 1st. And so last year um, in August, I decided to do a New Year's in August because people usually do Christmas in July. So I figured um, I'd start um, a new thing in August and, and be intentional about looking how to be positive, right? So that was my thing. I was like this, most people set New Year's resolutions in January and then by March they fail. Uh, so I had asked God to help me get a restart in August and I had just recently been divorced and you know the pandemic is going and just a lot of things were happening in my life and I just needed God to help me be more positive. Um, and during the course of that time, God actually talked to me in so many ways and showed me how many different things on a daily basis that I was doing created negative space and negative energy, so to speak, right? It was actually blocking my ability to hear him clearly. And so why make a video about this? Why make a podcast about this? Well, because as a Christian, we think, or I'll use I statements, <laughs> as a Christian, I thought once I said yes to God um, for myself, uh, that it would become natural for me to be positive. I thought that immediately there would be this flooding of the Holy Spirit and I would be able to just get rid of bad habits. I wouldn't be depressed. I wouldn't be anxious. I wouldn't be an alcoholic. I'd be a loving wife and be a great mom, you know, great employee. Like everything would be amazing. And honestly, <laughs> that's not what happened. And so though I was raised in the church and raised Southern Baptist and had all of this biblical training and knowledge, God called me to apply those things. And in that calling, I was like, all right, God, what does that look like? And gradually it was leading small groups, ushering women into his presence, and really being obedient, right? And the more obedient I was and the more I said yes to God, the more I realized God was like, thanks for saying yes, but there's more. Um, and then the story started being, I was this, but God. I was that, but God. And now as I'm living my life and I'm doing things and I'm saying, yes, I'm not having the but God and I'm having the yes and then God did this. Yes, and then God did that. And those things are really helpful, but I couldn't see that when I was being negative. I couldn't see that when I was trying really hard to make my marriage work. I couldn't see that when I was trying to be the best wife I could be, the best mom I could be, the best provider and all these things. I couldn't see any of that. And then... God stepped in, in my weakness, and made everything clear to me that the way I show up, though the intention is to be good, in my flesh, I am a horrible person. I am not someone you would want to sit down and have coffee with and chat. I am not someone that would pour into you and be like this lovely ray of sunshine. And the more I prayed about this and the more I talked to God about it and August hit, it just was like August of last year, which was 2020, which people are like the year of the forgotten. God remembered me. God heard my cries. God saw me, saw what I was trying to do. And he blessed the work. Um, the work of my hands and, and the things I did in private, God brought to life. And so I just began to speak positive words over myself. I started to speak that I am loving and I am worth being loved and that God loves me more than I could ever love myself. This was transformational, y'all. This changed everything about who I am 
and how I show up in the world around me. This changed how I saw God because I began to understand that it wasn't the negative words that I was using that were bad. It was what was coming out of my heart with those words that was bad. And so I was giving truth with no love, which was negative. It was life-taking. And through the course of the year, God taught me to be life-giving in every situation. So at work, I would show up at work and I'd be chastised and I would respond with love. I would show up with my ex-husband and I would respond with love. I would show up um, doing ministry work and I would respond with love. Not because it's easier, but, but that's the first commandment, right? Like obey God. And so in my obedience opened a level of relationship for me with God that I could have never asked for on my own. I never even knew it existed. This level of intimacy is now a year deep. And I hear God speak to me now as if I heard my girlfriend calling me on the phone. And I'm not saying that God's words are audible that way, but I am very clear in what is happening in and around me that is the work of God versus the work of Chris. Why is this important? This is important because when we take a moment and sit back and look at who we are and what we're doing and the impact we have on other people as Christians, we have an obligation for that to look like and feel like who God is, how the Holy Spirit shows up, how the sacrifice that Jesus made is actually lived out. I'm not here to condemn you. I'm not here to convict you. I am here to simply share the truth that God didn't just bring Jesus for you. And he did it for me. He did it for our children. He did it for our grandchildren. He did it for our great-grandparents. He did it for all of us. And if we're walking around here acting like we're entitled and deserve something, and when it doesn't go our way, we throw a tantrum or speak negatively to other people and to ourselves, that is not what God does. And I liken it to when children are learning to walk. When a baby learns to walk, it's really the first level of encouragement that we give as a community. They stumble and they fall. We praise them. They stumble and they fall. We praise them. Get back up. Stumble and fall again and we praise them. It's actually the only time in life where we actually encourage the stumble and falling and getting back up. As we grow up, we believe that you're supposed to have it right. You're supposed to have figured that out. But I want to remind you, just yesterday, you stumbled and fell. And God cheered you on to get back up. There is nothing wrong with encouraging your brothers and your sisters, your spouses, your spouse, your children, your cousins, your coworkers, right or wrong, if you believe in what they're doing or not, to encourage them with godly love and godly truth in the way they can receive it. That is what positivity is. It's not just because you said it in an upbeat voice and a smile on your face that makes it positive. Because you can cut someone just as bad. And I know this because this is how I destroyed my marriage. I single-handedly allowed my tongue to say things 
that were not honoring to my husband as a child of God. And, you know, the beauty of hindsight, which is 2020, is that it gives you a lot of time to reflect on the missteps, on the falling and the failures that you have. Because that's how life is, right? Your brain remembers the negative more than the positive. So I had to go back this past month and look at where did I not honor my ex-husband? Where did I not love him enough? Where did I not speak God's truth and love to him? Where did I, where is my accountability? And so here I am, August 1st, 2021. um, And I just... I can't get enough of honoring my ex-husband for being a great human being. Um, Not being condescending, not being ridiculous, but just saying, hey, I see you the way God sees you now. It's still, you're still not the right man for me, but I see you as a child of God and I honor your process because you're falling down and I'm going to cheer you to get back up. You know, I watch my friends struggle And sometimes I want to say things and God's like, this is not the moment. I'm working on them. Let me do what I do. And I have to sit back and submit to who God is and allow him to speak to them and pray with them, but not give my version of the truth to them. All of these things being said, I've been consistent because of who God is. I've been able to be, be more positive and, and think about things that are honoring to God, not just to Chris. And I think the best thing, if I'm completely honest, is that I'm able to see the intimate relationship that God has with me and desires for me by the way he speaks to me. Not the way I interpret what he says, but the way he actually speaks to me and how he is pleased and displeased and how he disciplines me and how he loves me in spite of myself. I don't know who needed a a new year reset, but it's August 1st, it's 12.07 p.m. I'm going to invite you to come into God's loving arms, return to the Father who loves you, who created you, who created an exodus for even our own janky mistakes that we chose ourselves. I'm going to invite you to come. Sit with him. Tell him what you need and where you are. Be honest. Ask him for people to come alongside of you and show you the way he needs you to grow and looks looks at you and loves you and cherishes you because you are a treasure, beloved. You are a gift. And the more you walk in negativity, the more you let this world beat you down and don't let God and, and, and healthy community build you up, you are going to continue to struggle and not be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. But the Holy Trinity is the salt and the light. It is the answer. It's not after everything else, but God. It's I did I tried God first. That was my first response. My yes and works have done this. My yes and my Bible studies, my yes and my community, my yes and 
and my reading, my yes in my prayer closet, my yes and shutting my mouth <laughs> when I need to shut my mouth, and my yes and speaking when God tells me to speak. There's wisdom in that. There's humility in that. I want to encourage you because you don't look like what you went through. You're still living. You've got through it. Trust God a little bit longer. Let your yes be a yes a little bit longer. Let his love go just a little bit deeper. All right, my beloved. This is a much longer thing than I expected, but you were just on my heart today, and I just could not let that go. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful that you are the ultimate beginning. And that when you say it's finished, it is finished. We do not need to pick it back up again. We do not need to look at it again. Because in your word it says, you are the beginning and the end. We lean on your promises. We trust that your word will come to life. Please use us as a vessel to carry your word. Please inspire us and encourage us when we get discouraged to pick up our Bible and just read a scripture and hold on to that scripture for the day. Please have people come in our lives that encourage us and direct us directly back to you. Heavenly Father, whatever hope that we've deferred, whatever promises that we thought were broken, whatever things that we were expecting of you that were not in accordance to your word, let us let those go. Help us realign ourselves with who you are and who you've designed us to be. I thank you and I praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So I usually don't do this piece right here, but I'm going to ask you to share this with your friends. Share this with someone that you know is going through a hard time. Share this with someone that's going through a great time because seasons are come around four times a year right so you're not going to always be in the same season you're in now if you're in a good time now thank you lord i'm very grateful for you um but pain is coming you know sorrow is coming ecclesiastics 3 talks about there's a time for everything there's a time to live a time to die time to laugh a time to love all these things so i just want to encourage i hope this was encouraging that god is always offering a reset and a new beginning we just have to ask it in his name. So I want you to share this. I want you to get your journal, your Bible, and just sit with God and speak to my heart, Lord. Speak to our hearts, dear God. We just need a word from you. We just need a word from you, God. We are living in a troubled world, Heavenly Father. We want to co-labor with heaven on earth experiences. Lead us, God. Lead us, Father God. Let our feet stay on the path that you have paved for us. I exalt you and praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. I love you all. Until next time, be well.